this is Dominic, wedding DJ. And this is Serena, wedding planner. And together we are the, the wedding, wedding duo. duo. We are here to talk all things weddings. Planning a wedding can be stressful, but we are here to help. So before you say, that's it, we're going to Vegas, don't go to Vegas. Let's have some fun. Join us as we answer your wedding questions and help navigate planning one of the biggest days of your life with The, the Wedding, wedding Duo. Duo. Hello, everyone out there listening to the Wedding Duo podcast. This is me, Dominic, and today we are not the Wedding Duo. It is I, merely me. <laughs> it's the Wedding Solo today, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense. I hadn't thought about what our title would be if I was doing the podcast by myself. We've always managed to both of us get on the podcast, except today we are not able to, but I wanted to get one out because I know there's somebody posted on one of my TikToks recently. They said, I'm almost caught up with all of your all of your podcasts. What am I supposed to listen to on my commute? And I'm like, there's more coming. There's more coming. Don't panic. Uh, and the topic today is something that it's a conversation I've had a million times over my tenure as a DJ, because that's what I am, by the way. If you didn't know, I'm a wedding DJ. My wife is a wedding planner. Together with a wedding duo. And we have a podcast and we do TikToks and Instagrams and Facebook and lots of stuff. Uh, and we run a company here in San Antonio, Texas called At Last Entertainment and Events. And we have three kids. So, and they just went back to school on Monday, which is one reason why the schedule has gotten a little bit hectic. As any parents out there will tell you, man, you start the school year again and it's just like, hang on, here we go. And sleeping schedules are shot and groceries got to get caught up. I mean, there's a whole thing. Laundry, laundry. I'm in charge of all laundry in the house. I've been doing the laundry since we got together. I don't know when it decided that it was just my thing, but yeah, I collect, wash, and return all the laundry to its proper drawers. And we're a family of five, so that's a lot of stuff. But anyway, I'm not here to talk about household household jobs. I'm here to talk about DJ versus band. Dun, dun, dun. I know, this is the thing. Uh, a lot of people, obviously, when they come to us, they're looking for a DJ because we're a DJ company. But I do talk to a lot of people at wedding fairs that have told me they already got a band or they're debating whether they want to have a DJ or a band at their wedding. So we're going to talk just about weddings today because I love going to see live music. I love going to see a concert. I love going to see a band. I was, we were on vacation recently and I went in to pick up the, the to-go order and there was a, a gentleman sitting down with his very soulful guitar and another guy next to him on the wah, 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 playing the harmonica. And I was like, it took a long time to get the food and I was just fine. I was just sitting there. They were talented. They were vibing. He was singing and playing guitar and the other guy on the harmonica. I mean, come on. Somebody who can really rock a harmonica. I mean, that's, that's good stuff right there. I was like, I was loving it. And they were like, your order's ready. And I go, oh, fine. Let me get this food and go back to the, back to the beach house. <laughs> we were in uh, Santa Rosa, uh, not Santa Rosa. We were in Santa Cruz. That's where we were. And it was great. But anyway, so please don't take this as me saying I don't like bands because I'm a music lover. I love bands. But also keep in mind, I'm a wedding DJ. So what else would I say, right? So of course, I'm going to talk about the pros and cons of both. And when I say bands, there's two different types of bands one could hire for a wedding. There's a wedding band that does weddings. Then there's the band you saw at the bar and grill who maybe are very talented. Maybe it's three guys, maybe it's six guys, I don't know, um, that you saw down at 
a local dive or it's just a band you've been following for a while. Maybe you saw them in college. I don't know. But there's different types of bands. Or you hire Dave Matthews, which is another whole, yeah, that's another whole investment. There are people that hire notable artists that you recognize and you know, and they have hits. That's another whole thing. But so mainly I'm going to talk about the guys you find at the bar and grill or at your local dive and the wedding band versus the DJ. So we're going to start with the MC. MC stands for Master of Ceremonies. It's basically, as a wedding DJ, part of our job description is to let people know what's happening. We introduce the first dance. We introduce the wedding party. We tell people the late night snack is now available. The photo booth is open. Whatever needs to be said. Somebody lost an earring. There's lights on in the parking lot, right? I mean, yes, all this stuff falls on the DJ's job. We have a microphone. We're prepared for it. Um, and that is something that is implied if you were to hire a wedding DJ. That's something we do. Uh, you That's something you would want to ask your DJ if you're hiring a DJ. But it's absolutely something you want to ask the band. Will you talk on the mic? Because some people are just like, I'm a, I'm a singer. I play guitar. I sing. The other guy has backup vocals. They don't want to, they don't want to tell everybody that it's time to cut the cake. I mean, that's not, or that the donut wall is open. That's not what they do. Uh, and if they do agree to do it, how will they do it? It's not, I mean, I do, I've been doing this a long time. And again, I'm not trying to say, well, they should do it like me, but I'm just saying it's like anything. It's, if they are transitioning between songs, they have things they maybe say because they've said it for years. For me, if I'm transitioning between a bride and groom's first dance and the bride and her dad, I have transitioned a thousand times between those two songs and I have something that I say and it comes out very polished. It comes out very uh, smooth. There's no like, eat, ba-da, 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 ba-da. there's no profanity, which is another thing. If you get somebody who they've been hitting the bar for all day and they finally start their set and the lead singer is pretty tipsy, and they say, can you announce that the uh, the dessert bar is open? And they're like, hey, the effing dessert bar is And they're like, oh my God, like he's, you're swearing in front of grandma and the flower girl? Like, that's something I'm very sensitive about. I love to swear, personally. If I'm in the car, I'm singing with some very, very raunchy rap song, I will throw the F-bomb around all day. I was in the military 11 years. There's nothing, there's no profanity. I have not, <laughs> my virgin ears were lost many, many years ago. But I don't swear in front of, my guests and my crowd on the microphone never in a million years. And it is in my contract with my team. You do not do it either. We try to play edited versions of the songs, everything. Um, so, but the band may not have gotten that memo. So that's something to ask. Will you MC and will you do it uh, room appropriate? Because, <laughs> you know, you might have a really conservative side of the, one of the families and you, you, it's nice to cater to that, you know, denominator, right? Again, you don't have to. You can do whatever you want at your wedding. I say that all the time, but it's something to consider. Another thing that you really need to consider with almost every band is breaks. Bands won't play a six-hour set for the most part. I know Taylor Swift's out there doing a three-and-a-half-hour set, and people are losing their mind about the fact that she's doing that. But he, she, of course, takes breaks, right? Uh, and your band that you hire for your wedding inevitably will take a break. And there's bands out there that are nodding. Maybe they're arguing with me already, like, what's this DJ know? I have worked with many bands over the years. So um, if they take a break, a wedding band, for the most part, also will take a break, but they will have the ability to put some music on, whatever you want, whether it's cocktail hour and they just have some jazz playing in the background, or whether it's dancing time and they switch on some dance music because people may still want to continue to dance. But the band band may not have that. They might. I don't know. They might. But that's a question to ask them. Will you be taking a break at some point during the time that we've hired you? And if so, what, what, what is going to be coming out of the speakers during that time? Something to consider. 
again, I'm not trying to say don't got the band. If you want to get a band, that's great. But uh, the MC and the breaks are probably one of the bigger things because if they don't have that and you didn't ask, see what I did there? Silence. It would be exceptionally silent at your reception. This could be during the dance party. You just were like, dun, 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 dun. all right, we're going to take a quick break. And the next 20 minutes, I don't know what bands average. Uh, that's, a, that's a long time to be silent. And guests may leave. You might, you definitely, I think, lose the flow. Because for me, the dance floor runs on momentum. When I get them going, I'm like, in my head, I'm always, I'm already three to seven songs ahead of what direction I'm taking the crowd, how I'm going to switch, how I'm going to transition. Uh, if I have to do something in the middle, like the anniversary dance or the bouquet and garter, my, I'm, my head is very far ahead in what's happening. And am I going to say something between this song? Am I not? Have I been talking too much? All that stuff is in my head. Because, and I, once the dance floor is going, I want to keep it going. I don't want to stop, bring the lights up, cut the cake deep into my dance party, because even that could be disruptive. And I'm even going to play a song, but um, sometimes the photographers want the lights up and that's disruptive. And then what does everybody do after we cut the cake? They sit down and eat cake. And so for me, I'm like, no, I'm trying to keep the party going. So yeah, momentum. The dance floor runs on momentum. So something to consider. Uh, and that just kind of goes along with the whole flow. Like I do weddings. 98% of my events are weddings. I've actually got jeans on tonight and my dress shoes because I'm going from here to an, a corporate event tonight. It's like a mixer uh, for a convention that's in town. But I think of them as, I like weddings because I like the pace. It goes like once, once those guests arrive and we start the music, it's like, here we go, hang on, go, go, go. And it's the pace is like, and before you know it, you're like, thank you, good night. And I've tearing down my equipment and I feel like I just put it up, even though it's been eight hours. But it'll be a two-hour corporate event. I'll be like, uh, so slow. <laughs> Nothing against, please hire Atlas Entertainment for all your corporate needs. But uh, yeah, it's just it's just a different pace. <laughs> and they don't need me for much. I'm just turning on a playlist. Sometimes we dance. Sometimes I MC a little bit. The corporate Christmas parties, I'm up there like, 357, hey, 357, come up and get your Starbucks gift card. Let me draw another. <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. So anyway. I like doing weddings. That's what that's my bread and butter. It's my passion. So speaking of weddings, there's a good chance you'll be getting married on site as well, meaning you will have the ceremony and the reception in the same spot. I have never seen a band that will cover your ceremony. Not like a string quartet. I'm not talking about string quartet. I'm not talking about mediachis. I'm not talking about the harpist, the pianist, the jazz guitarist, all those other ones. I'm talking about a band, three to five person band set, right? Um, but Maybe they'll do the, the ceremony, but I, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's, I've never seen it, but I highly doubt it because they can't relocate. A band drops anchor somewhere on stage or wherever. They're plugged in. The drum set goes up. The mic stands are up. All that stuff. If they have a little rug, they're going to be like John Mayer and have their little rug they stand on, right? They can't say, oh, wait, let's go move it down there for 20 minutes to do the ceremony and then move it all back up here to the reception. Most bands do not do that. Your DJ, again, we are equipped. I have a second system that I go down there. It has lapel mics, which means like it just clips on their tie or their jacket or their shirt. Uh, it's discreet. We don't have, there's no wires. It can be the officiant or the groom can walk around with mic'd up. I can control it. So it's like all my equipment is designed for a ceremony, right? As well as the music. Um, so that's something else to consider is, and again, I, I keep coming back. I feel like I'm talking you out of a band. I, I don't mean to. I just mean that for you to think through this thing. So if you say, we don't need a DJ, we got a band. Okay, but there's a few potential pitfalls or gaps you're going to need to fill there. So 
Um, and it can even be your uncle's going to plug in his phone and he's going to DJ, you know, your cousin is a wannabe DJ. Maybe he takes over the 20 minute break. Um, maybe he's going to do the ceremony, but you want to think through that for sure. Another maybe minor thing is I know not all DJs dress up. I was, I'm always in a suit at my weddings, but, um, again, if you find the band at the bar and grill, make sure they don't show up in khaki shorts and their Crocs, uh, because it's your wedding, right? And everybody's wearing really is dressed to the nines. People are in gowns, three-piece suits. And then here comes the band looking like they just came out of the bar and grill because that's what they wear when they perform. Um, so uh, the other thing I kind of alluded to it when I said three to five person band is space. Most wedding venues have a floor plan. And if you're going to be inside those four walls, you got to have tables, you got to have chairs, you got to have a dance floor. And the DJ takes up a little bit of space. I have a six-foot table. I have speakers on left and right for the most part. I have a facade that's in front of me. So I take up a rectangle of space. Um, I can slide my speakers away if I have to get spread out a little bit. But a band, if they have a drummer, they have a key keyboardist, they have multiple singers, they have mic stands, they, they take up a lot more space than a DJ does. And again, you'll just have to account for that. If you're having a band, where are they going to go and how much space do they need? Um, they also will have different power requirements. I think it's fantastic when I go on a stage and I see all the outlets around the room because that means I've got at least one dedicated circuit, if not multiple. Most, if you had a uh, venue that was built with that in mind, they will have different circuits up there. So if I'm not plugged into the same one that the caterers are plugged into, because then the food's going to get cold and it's going to get real quiet because we're both on the same circuit and we blew the fuse. That's another whole story for another day. But, uh, but the band will need more power requirements oftentimes than just one circuit. So uh, something else just to consider. Check with your venue. They're probably, there's somebody that works there that says, oh, no, this side of the building's on one circuit. That side's on there. As long as you're plugged in here and the caterer's over there, you're fine. Occasionally I have that conversation, but not every time. But if you're on a stage and there's multiple outlets, there's a good chance there's at least multiple circuits up there on the stage. So that's another great question to ask for sure. Um Oh, if they have a horn section, oh my gosh, if you have a horn section, I mean, come on, that's going to be a good band with horns. But again, they need space. That trombonist can't knock out the you know lead singer because he's right behind him. Give a shout out to the trombone players there out in the world. My brother was a tromboner. He never liked it when I said that, but <laughs> I grew up as a percussionist. Uh, there you go. Because I guess mom thought I need, needed something to take away all the energy that I have. Uh, so. More things about the DJ versus the band. And again, I, it always sounds like I'm hating on the band, and I promise you I'm not. I love the band, but just, again, something to think through. Variety of music. So um, even if you're doing the ceremony in the same spot, usually I'm playing instrumental stuff as the guests arrive, some beautiful instrumental music. During dinner, I do a lot of, like, Rat Pack, Crooners, Sinatra, Buble, Nat King Cole, Ella Fitzgerald. That's a fun vibe for, for cocktail hour. And then when they come inside, maybe I switch to my dinner playlist or my 80s playlist. Um, or maybe I just do some like current artists that's appropriate dinner music that's kind of toe-tappy. And then we open the dance floor. I can play everything from Neon Moon to Fergalicious, right? So, which is a wide berth. But if it's three guys up there and they do country music, because that's where you're, maybe you're in Texas, maybe you saw them at a dance hall and they're great. They're super talented. But if somebody comes up and says, can you do Beyonce? And they're like, does it look like I can do Beyonce? Like, no, I, you know, I, hopefully you have a country crowd. Um, and the vibe sometimes is like people will dance, but if your vibe is like, we just love hearing live music and we're not really dancers, we want to drink and we want to have that, that vibe, that atmosphere, then the band might be exactly what you're looking for. But if your vision is to have a dance party, 
and you have this massive list of music because it's not like you're just going to the the good old boys in the dance hall or just going to the the people that love their R&B. They're going to the R&B club downtown. I always say I have four generations at a wedding and all walks of life. I'm trying to get the flower girl and grandma and everybody in between to get on the dance floor. I say that all the time. Um, and it's nice to be able to have that. There's no song that exists that I can't, if I don't already have it, I can get it, right? You can, I can download on the spot if I needed to, but, uh, but you just get a vast variety of music. A wedding band, again, the last time I worked with a wedding band, they had horns, they had a, uh, a drummer, they had a keyboardist, and they had two lead singers, a male and a female, and man, they were good. They harmonized beautifully. There were backup singers that sang as well. Um, they knew the flow. Uh, they took a break and I took over and they were like looking at me and I was playing, what was I playing? I was playing, uh, play that funky music, white boy. If you're not watching on YouTube, I am white. I am Caucasian. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was funny. They were like, they were looking at me like, wait, wait, we're going we're gonna to pick up that song. So halfway through the song, without fading it out, I said, Ladies and gentlemen, the band's ready to get back over. I'm going to turn it back over there. And they just, I like killed the music and they were like, bum, bum, bam, bum, bam, bum, bum, bum. they picked it right back up. It was fluid. It was so smooth. I was like, okay, that was nice. And uh, they were all on the same dance floor. I was adjacent to them off, you know, off to the left side. So there's nights. I mean, if it's in the budget, you can have the band and the DJ if the space is there and the budget allows it because that's fantastic. Then you get the best of both worlds, but that's a lot of space and Getting back to the budget. Yeah, that's if the budget doesn't allow that, that's a big, that's a big stretch for the budget. But um, but anyway, they had a male and female singer. Uh, she spoke Spanish, so she could do all the Latin songs. He had this deep country sounding voice. So they did country, they did uh 70s funk, they did pop music, he did a pretty mean Bruno Mars. I was like, wow. I mean, it was amazing how much variety they had. They took requests. And they were just prepared for that because that's what a wedding throws at you. Not that you don't get requests in the bar, but um, but a band may have a set list. They're going through, right? You don't get to walk up again back to Dave Matthews like, hey, Dave, give me some bartender. And he's like, "That's I, no, that's not on the set list tonight. I'm playing that tomorrow night <laughs> or whatever. How about some Gravedigger? They're like, I played that last night. Were you not here? We're not doing Gravedigger two nights in a row. So, I mean, they might have a set list that they're going to go off of. So, uh, again... I mean, I, I love it when I have a diverse crowd. It's kind of hard sometimes to transition between Neon Moon to Suavemente to Brick House <laughs> to to Bruno Mars, but uh, but it, you know, it it is what it is, and it's the it's the world I live in. Um, so just real quick, getting back to what I touched on a second ago about the budget, the you can imagine if there's nine people in the band, there's a good chance that it may be a little more expensive to get that many people. They're all talented. They all deserve to get paid for what they've spent their life in this passion pursuing this. They put the band together, they practice, they have all the equipment that they need to upkeep. Yeah, it's going to be expensive to get a band too, right? Not to say that I don't have the same equipment and I don't have the same background and same experience, but I travel alone. I do up, I put up the lighting, I put up the monogram, I put up the speakers, I put up the ceremony system, and then I wipe the sweat off my face and then I get in my suit and I do the event and then I take it all down at the end of the night. Uh, the band may have one guy, usually it's the drummer who can play Tetris in the, in the, in the team band, the van and load it all in there. But, but they all set up their own stuff. Um, but, uh, but it's very possible it's going to be more expensive to get a band. And another thing that the band comes with is a writer. For those of you that don't know, I was just asking my, I was telling my wife, like, oh, I was making notes on what I wanted to talk about. And I go, oh, what about the writer? And both the ladies that work for us, I was like, what is, what is a writer? And I go, yeah, for those of you that don't know. Oftentimes a band will have a writer. They may require a green room, which is where they have to go and get ready and they take their breaks. Some places have a green room, some places don't. Sometimes the groom gets kicked out of his place because the band is taking over 
the groom suite as the green room where they can go and pile their stuff and their bags and everything. But a rider is usually there's booze on there. Like we need a fifth of Jack or we need uh, some sandwiches or a charcuterie board. Uh, the famous one was, was it Mariah Carey that was like, I want M&Ms, but I want all the green ones taken out. I don't want any green M&Ms or whatever it was. Maybe that's just a, an old wives tale. <laughs> but uh, but um, uh, I saw the, I don't know if anybody watches James Corden uh, Carpool Karaoke, but he was asking Bruno Mars on the Carpool, Carpool Karaoke, which is a hysterical episode if, you have, if you've never watched it. Um, but he was like, what's on Bruno Mars's rider? And he's like, booze, uh, wet wipes. <laughs> he was like, what? And he was like, uh, pop the cork and wipe down. Yet it. Pop the cork and wipe down. Scat it. It was like a very funny little skit they went into. And James Corden was like, that's the next album. Champagne and wet wipes. And he's like, ooh, that's a big album. <laughs> anyway, it's very funny. Uh, but yeah, they have a writer. They have things you have to buy to have in their room. And it's part of their contract. You sign the contract. You agree to put how much booze or beer or whatever it is that they have. But booze is pretty common. So that's the thing. If you don't want your band up there kicking beer bottles off the stage or whatever, you can ask them, but they might not, you know, I don't, I don't know. I cannot speak on behalf of any other band, but it's in our contract with, I mean, my contract with my team, because I don't drink in an event. We are on the clock. We don't drink. And again, I'm not trying to compare us to the band in that case, but we're on the clock and we need to be focused. We need to be ready to answer questions. I don't want anybody getting sloppy or slurring or not realizing maybe they're, the bartender is pretty heavy handed and somebody, because people have brought me drink drinks, which I'm always very flattered, but I'm not a drinker. I don't drink them. So I'm kind of like, they go, Hey, you want to get a beer? Can I get your beer? Get your drink? And I go, no, that's okay. And they go, no, come on. I go, I'm not a drinker. I've got my soda or my Dr. Pepper with me. I'm like, I'm fine. And they're like, okay, well, let me know. And I go, that's very nice of you. But, but the band may not, the band could get pretty toasted by the end of the night. But again, I, I would hate to say that. I actually, I take that statement back. Maybe the band wasn't get toasted. Maybe they're all fantastic. Uh, <laughs> um, and the last thing, and this is, I had the experience I was telling you about with the wedding band, right? Where, man, it was just a flow. The two of us flowed together really nice. But I had another wedding I did where somebody, the bride's friend from high school had a band and he agreed to, he said, I would love to perform at your wedding. And she was like, oh, that's great. But we already have a DJ. He's like, I'll work with the DJ. So, but the band had done, I think three 45 minute sets, right? So we opened, like after we finished the parent dances, I was like, all right, everybody, we're going to hear from the band. And the band plugged in and they were like, dun, 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 and they started playing. And everybody continued to talk and mingle, right? Nobody danced. And then they took a break. I put on dance music for 20 minutes. Everyone came out and danced like crazy because I could see that there was like a good energy in the room. And then I turned it back over to the band for their second set and everybody went back and sat down. Now, again, that is... I mean, it was their, it was their, her high school friend, you know, had a band. So it's not like it's somebody who's really dialed in and necessarily really professional. They sounded okay, but I mean, they just were playing really much kind of chill music. They weren't playing dance music. It was just like a, they were, like I said, they were very talented. They sounded great, but it was not dance music. I love to dance. And I was like, this is not dance music. This is just like hang out, talk music. It was background music, right? But the crowd wanted to dance. So, and again, I, I hope that's not the normal thing that happens if there's any DJs out there that have worked alongside a band or bands that have worked alongside DJs. But um, but it's something to consider. If you are a dancing crowd, then maybe you want to go for a DJ or maybe you want to look into the wedding band um, or maybe you just want to have a band. But just go into it with your eyes wide open. That's the, that's the main thing I always try to get across in whatever I'm doing. Because I always, it's like I always say, it's like it's your day. It's very personal. Um, 
And you may have heard this band many times. That's usually something else too. It's like, where can I go and hear the band perform? Um, and, uh, and yeah, so you might hear like, oh man, listen, look at all these dance moves. Look at all these dance musics. The dance music they have, they have a whole repertoire of dance stuff that they can put out. So <clears throat> it could be the greatest night ever, or it could be a disaster, just like anything. And there's DJs out there that can wreck a day too. I'm not saying we are flawless or without error as well. Uh, I hear the horror stories all the time. I show up and somebody's like, oh my God, the DJ last weekend. And people want to share the stories with me because they know I'm a DJ. But uh, yeah, that's it can really wreak havoc on a bad event, but, uh, or excuse me, it can really wreak havoc on your event. Um, and what happens with the DJ and the band, that's happening real time. That's like, if you're looking nervous or you're fumbling around or something is the sounds bad, people notice and they see, and you better be able to react. I, I was talking to the photographer last week and I go, you could be taking terrible pictures. You may not even have a card in your camera and nobody would know until you either failed to produce a gallery or the pictures got back and they're like, oh, the pictures are terrible. But nobody knows. They were just smiling in front of the camera. But boy, the DJ, it's real time. That's why I always say this job is not for everyone. Doing a podcast by yourself is very different. I'm like, I can barely, I haven't drank one sip of my water that's just sitting here next to me. Hopefully next time I would drag my wife back in here and she can say a few things so you don't have to hear just my voice going on and on and on. Uh, but it's always a pleasure doing these things. I really enjoy doing our podcast. I love sharing all of our tips and tricks about the wedding industry and all things that go into it. Um, but again, I'll end it like I always do by saying it's a very personal day. So you want a band or a DJ? It's your day. You do you. Don't let, get, don't let somebody talk you into something you don't want to do or talk you out of something you have your heart set on. It is your day. I guess I'll just blow a kiss by myself. I'm all alone in the podcast room. See you all next time. We'll have more episodes coming soon. Bye. So thanks for listening to our podcast. If you found any of this information helpful and you know someone who may be engaged or is a maid of honor, maybe you could tell them and share it with a friend. Absolutely. So screenshot this episode, share it on Instagram, on Facebook, and tag the wedding duo. We promise to share the love back. Also, if you are interested in more resources or the show notes, you can go to theweddingduo.co. We have one-on-one -on -one virtual sessions, a shop, all sorts of fun stuff. Check it out.